0: Around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you and welcome today. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We've just kind of been all over the place here lately in the last 30 days. The world seems to get smaller from our end and our perspective of it. But we just wanted to talk to your heart today. Um, Hope you feel like you can sit down and have a cup of coffee and visit with us, and that we're going to talk right to your heart remember you can always contact us send us your prayer requests your testimonies everything at dot or just dot terry, org or terrymise.com uh, we look forward to hearing from you and knowing that you're out there we so much appreciate our partners and the body of christ just responding uh, to us in ways that we know that we've helped you. It means a lot to us, and we're very grateful for the opportunity that you give us to minister to you. We've we've got some wonderful things that we'd like to share with you today. So, darling, let's just begin to talk to the folks and give them some good news from the Word of God.
1: Well, yeah, it's always good news, thank God. You know, Renee, we've just returned from Bogota, uh, Colombia, South America, and also the city of Medellin, Correct. which is where we've preached in both cities for a week at Bible schools and at uh, pastor's conferences and at churches and just right. encouraging people, helping people, talking to people. And then as soon as we got home, we were only home one night uh, that's right. <laughs> spent, spent one night in our own bed. And then we went to uh, Fort Worth, drove down to Fort Worth from Tulsa. Yeah, and right. uh, our dear friend of many, many, many years, Bob and Joy Nichols. Yes. Uh, they've pastored Calvary Cathedral there in Fort Worth for what fifty-four years. Fifty-four I years. It is this year. Yes. And uh, they've just been so faithful and so great and so That's wonderful. That's amazing. And dear, dear friends from way, way back. Yes. And yes. Bob had called us. Called you and I uh, a few weeks ago. We were we were in Miami preaching, and the phone rang, and it was Bob, and uh, <clears throat> he told us that that excuse me, we're in Texas and. The, the, the pollen and the allergies are talking to my throat a little bit <clears throat> excuse me and I'm talking back to it and declaring healing in Jesus name but uh Bob had called us in Florida and had invited us to a meeting that he wanted to have which was just this last Friday which was April the the 20th and um <clears throat> he said Terry and Renee said you know I've uh, just known you so long and said, you know, he knew Dean, he knew Dean, you and Dean, and then he yes, knew Jackie right, and I. Right. And, uh, and then Bob and I served together on ministry boards and different things like that. Right. He's just such a gracious and wonderful man of God and wonderful pastor. And he said, you know, I'm just wanting to have a meeting that's by invitation only. And he said, I'm only going to invite maybe 60 people. And he said, I would like you and Renee to come and, and just spend all day. He said, you know, stay all day. Don't leave. Just stay all day. Said we'll feed you lunch and we'll feed you dinner, and uh, we'll just you know talk all day. And uh, he said, you know, just I'm going to invite older ministers and ministers that are that like the older things of God and that they uh, knew the moves of God, and knew the old right. moves of God, and exactly. the old ways of God, and knew the old fathers in the faith. Right. And still have respect and honor for those things today. And he said, I just kind of like to talk to everybody. So we were honored to get the phone call and told him, of course, we'd be there. And uh, and we were. We drove down. As I said to Fort Worth, we drove down on Thursday and spent the night and spent all day long with Bob and, and, and uh, just a lot of those ministers we knew.
0: That's right. Uh,
1: many of them we knew personally. Some of them you knew. Some of them I knew. Some of them, some of them both of us knew. Right. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> out of the 60 or so people that were there. And just good, renewing old friendships and, and just looking around. I, I think we counted over, uh, over uh, what was it, over five. was it over 500 years of ministry represented there no no no
0: it was over 1500 over 1500 years of ministry brother bob had everybody stand up and say how long they'd been in the ministry and when they added it all up it was over 1500 years you know i thought all
1: this year is pretty good because i've been in the ministry 50 years this (laughs) this is my 50th year i thought that was kind of a milestone until i got with all that bunch and I thought, well, man, I may be the younger, the young whippersnapper <laughs> here, after all.
0: That's right. And, uh, what an amazing group of people that have so dedicated their lives to the Lord and been so faithful. Just the quality of the ministry, just in the air. There was just such an atmosphere of of longevity and continued, <clears throat> you know, faithfulness to the Lord. And all the years that all these grand men and women of God that have pastored, been missionaries, um, longtime friends of ours that have been missionaries on the mission field for years and years. I mean, they've been down there a long time. And and then many of them knew your mentor, Terry, of uh, the last 50 years, uh, Brother Wayne Myers sure. there, who has been 70 years in Mexico. In fact, Mexico. Bob asked
1: us about Wayne. If Wayne yes. could have been there, that would have been another 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> we could throw in the hat.
0: We could throw in the hat. And that's just absolutely astounding. Uh, of of just the longevity of the years of faithfulness and tenure that was in that room. All of
1: us either knew each other or we knew somebody that knew each other. Yes, that's right. It was was quite a circle uh, of ministries there. It
0: really, really was. And, And I think it was a time of encouraging the ministry, encouraging people to continue to go on that you're not too young and you're not too old and nobody's disqualified that we all have a job to do, and that everybody is aiming at the same mark, and that's winning souls and strengthening the body of Christ. And so, well, with, that's the
1: thing, you know. Yeah. Bob just ministered all day long on we've got to be winning souls. The church is not winning souls the way it ought right, to be. Right. The church has got to win souls. If we don't reach this generation, uh, you know, you know, somebody said many years ago. I don't even remember who said it. Could have been Billy Graham, but somebody said many years ago that uh, we're always just one generation away. from losing the church and losing the gospel. If we do not reach our kids, if we do not tell our kids the great facts that God has done for Israel, the great facts that God has done for us, we stand in in, in peril of losing a generation or losing the gospel. And uh, it was just such a, just, you know, I think one of the main phrases that Bob used the other day that just stuck with me, and he said it several times uh, over and again, he said, He said, our DNA is Holy Ghost and fire. That's right. Our DNA is Holy Ghost and fire.
0: Well, it really is. And that's what we have to do is to continue to have, I think if you're ever going to have any impact on the world, you're going to have to have miracles. And to do that, you're going to have to be full of the Holy Ghost and you're going to have to be full of the fire of God. And I want to encourage all of you today, as Terry was saying, Psalm 78, if you'll go read that in the Amplified Bible... And then couple that with Hebrews 3 and 4, which the writer of Hebrews is talking about what happened in Psalm 78. And if you'll put those two chapters together, you'll see the perilous times that we live in, that if we don't teach our children, if we don't raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, if we don't train the church to be a soul-winning church, we can lose this. When we live in the United States of America the premier gospel Christian nation of the world and we've got a state in the United States that wants to ban the Bible as hate speech
1: is that amazing governor, <laughs> governor Jerry Brown Jerry Brown, Brown in California he's out of his ever loving mind and needs prayer and needs to be out of office he wants to ban the Bible can you imagine we're talking about we're talking about Adolf Hitler stuff, we're talking about communist yeah. stuff. No, we're talking right. about uh, foreign lands of where they hate the Bible and, and, and know that the Bible's the only deterrent from communism and, and, and from all the murders and hate and killing. And, stuff. And, and in the United States of America, the land of the free and the home of the brave, we've got a governor, a blind governor, an ignorant governor, it wants to ban the Bible from California. If I was a California Christian or a California pastor, I would be screaming bloody murder from the top of the, the housetops and declaring that Jesus is Lord over California that's and right. the word of God prevails over California in the name of Jesus.
0: No, that's right. And many other states and, and, and this...
1: Jerry Brown out of office, gone. <laughs> I mean, gone.
0: Gone. And in this United <clears throat> States... That there is any kind of attack on Christianity, and it's and it's in every state of the union, there is some sort of attack on the church and Christianity. And this is the time for you and I to not sit around and and act like our life is the premier thing we should be praying about and trying to keep our little our little. World happy, we've got to go out there and preach the oh, gospel. Christians
1: need to wake up. When you wake up? Right now. Right now. You know, Hillary Clinton fat, flat out said, "If I get to be president, I the church must change its doctrine." Can that's you imagine, right. no, can you imagine right. the arrogance? The arrogance of saying. I know more than the church, and if I get to be president, <laughs> the church will change her doctrines and the Bible will change its doctrine. Can you imagine And why any person on the planet that, that professes Jesus is Lord would vote for her or vote for a Democrat or vote for a liberal or vote for somebody who wants to ban the Bible, wants to murder babies, right. wants to take right. God out of the platform? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's more than I can understand.
0: Well, and I, I read another article again this week, and, and just knowing that we've got to pray for our country, that the leftists and progressives, even in the Democrat Party, said they're, starting to, they're going to go after their um, middle-of-the-road conservative Democrats and start trying to push them out of the party so that they can have an extreme leftist agenda in the, in the Democrat Party. And they've already voted God out three times.
1: On national television Tele- three national times Tele- at the Democratic National Convention a few years ago, they voted God out. Said, so we do not want God in our platform. That that ought to have every Christian that's a Democrat run for cover and say, well, I no longer will be a Democrat. I no longer will no, vote that's for, a, right. for a party right. that says I don't want anything to do with God.
0: You know, God's not against anybody. God loves the whole world. And people are out there that God's going to love anybody that, that will turn to him and he'll work with them. Just like Isaiah said, I think that's one of the greatest scriptures in the Bible. Isaiah said, a smoking flax I will not quench. And a bruised reed, I'll not break. And that means that if, if somebody's just hanging there's on just by a, a fingernail, yeah. if there's a little bit of tenderness of their heart that God can reach them, He's still going to reach out and reach them. So we know that what's impossible with man is possible with God. And that when it looks hopeless, that if somebody will pray, God can bring hope. But in the meantime... We've got to be bold and strong and preach the gospel and not be so easily intimidated or offended or are fearful about what's going to happen to our little puny life. We've got to get out there and do something for the sake of the gospel. It starts in the prayer room. It starts in your own home. And it starts in the people that you have influence over in your sphere of influence in life, on the job, the neighborhood, the school, Absolutely. all of those things. You You can stand up and be bold and strong for the kingdom of God and not back down. We've got to have pastors and leaders and Christians that are fearless and courageous and fierce in their determination to stand up for the gospel and not be intimidated, Absolutely. not shrink back, not look back, not, well, and just be able to take the heat. I mean, the devil's going to throw everything at you that he possibly can. You know, like John yeah, Wayne we said, we just
1: need to man up Christian up and <laughs> yeah. get our sword and our shield and get in the army of God and and uh, be the soldier of God he's called us to be.
0: No, that's what I I, I think that's exactly right. It's like, in, like that movie in J- Big Jake, you and I love, John Wayne movie. He told the bad guy, he said, I don't care whose fault it is, your fault, my fault, anybody's fault. Nobody's any, fault. Nobody's fault. If anything happens to that boy, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought you know that's pretty much the way it has to be for us. I don't care whose fault it is. I don't, I'm not trying to blame anybody other than we've got to get in there and do something. God's not just trying to to beat somebody over the head with condemnation or threaten somebody, but this is about the souls of men and women. No, this is about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ having free course to be preached in the nation of america as well as us going out and helping the rest of the world my goodness the gospel of the lord jesus the best deal man's got going for him
1: Oh, that's exactly right and anyway, we left that meeting up in Fort Worth. Yes, we got, you. got excited about that. <laughs> and came to Houston. Yes. To Kingwood, Texas. Right. And uh, our dear friend, Jerry Davis, I've known Jerry since he was probably 18 years old, 17, 18 years old. Right. Known the whole Davis family. He's got a whole bunch of preachers in his family, and I've known right. a whole bunch of them. Right. And uh, uh, your mama goes to Jerry's church. Right. He's her pastor. Right. And uh, your mama t- turned. Uh, 90 years old yesterday Yesterday, and uh so we asked jerry if we could just have a special meeting in the church and he let me preach and uh your sister and her family came in from Shreveport, and and uh, your son matt and jen and the boys came over from austin and and of course your daughter abigail was there and john and the two two baby little, little little babies and uh, uh, and then Alan and his uh, two his two girls were there. Well, one of the girls was gone; she had to do something for school. But but Alan's family, Laura, Alan and Laura were there, and we just had church, and I yes, preached, yes, and it was did. good. And you sang, and you played the piano, and it was just uh, <laughs> tremendous. And then the various family members that wanted to talk right. talked and said something about Mary Ann. And then we uh, ended service and had a party, had a beautiful, huge cake, two big cakes. Right. And uh, we brought food in and fed everybody. And the church people there made casseroles and, and brought stuff in to eat. And, yes, and it was so on. wonderful. Anyway, it was just great. And we had a an great, abundance of food. Great, it was lovely. Uh, great time. And we appreciate Jerry for allowing us to do yes. that at the church. And uh, just appreciate uh, uh, him j- just making that possible. That's right. And then, uh, of course, uh, you know, your mother. Uh, I've known for 44, 45 years. That's exactly right. And uh, your mom and your dad, Jim's in heaven today, but uh, but uh, Jim and I used to fish together, and, and Dean and I and Jim, your husband, Dean, and, and I and Jim, and used to fish together down in Corpus Christi. And I remember one of the last time. I guess the last time Jim ever went fishing, he had had heart surgery, and Dean and I took him off out in the intercoastal canal way off down to Baffin Bay uh, in Corpus in Texas there, and, and he caught a seven-pound trout, and he was reeling that trout in, and it was hurting his chest because he was not out of surgery too awful long and right, doing anything right. on that where they split your chest with a chainsaw and pry your ribs apart and take your heart out and work on it. And But he reeled that fish in. He he just thought that was the grandest thing, biggest fish he'd ever caught in his life.
0: Oh, he and, was uh, thrilled. Yes. <clears throat>
1: but anyway, uh, and Jackie and I had spent the night with your parents old oh, many, many, many years ago, decades ago. And, uh, and then now Marianne's my mother-in-law. <laughs> and uh, everybody loves Mama and, and That's right. uh Mary Ann right. and such a godly woman and such godly history. I mean her her great grandmother, no her her grandmother was yeah. was Louisiana Jane DuPlissy.
0: Great grandmother.
1: Her great grandmother. Your grandmother's great grandmother. Yes. My my, so that's your great great grandmother yes. was named Louis- Louisiana Louisiana Jane Duplissy. Yes, she was a Christian. Yes, and then passed that down to her kids,
0: Bessie,
1: Bessie, and, and then her daughter, and then her daughter, who I knew,
0: right? Great- Inez. Who
1: you call Grandma Inez Wyatt yeah. and Inez Carter, right? They were Christians, and Jackie and I took them out to eat,
0: right?
1: Right. At one of Brother Hagen's camp meetings, that's way back right. in the '70s in Tulsa, that's took right. them out to a Mexican restaurant. I remember it, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, and so, then, of course, Jim and Mary Ann, and then you and Dean, and That's right. uh you know your 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 siblings, uh, Wayne and and
0: uh, Kim and Wayne. I'm sorry, yeah, Wayne Sherry and Kim and Moore
1: and Sherry and Keith, uh, and uh, just everybody serving God, Christians, right. the kids and the grandkids, and just a wonderful heritage. It
0: sure and, uh, is. My your mama. mom's just
1: a special lady, and. And uh, she told me a couple of years ago, we'd invited her to go on, on, to, on a missions trip with us to right. Mexico and on Mother's Day, and, and she did. And then we took her the next year. It happened, happened to happen the same year. I mean, the same uh, thing, uh, Mother's Day the next year, we invited her. And, and she said, Terry, you don't need to do all this stuff for me as your mother-in-law. I'm just your mother-in-law. You don't need to do all this stuff. And I said, you know, Marianne, I said, Jackie's mother, who I love dearly, her name was Dean Dean Dilly, and uh, we called her Dindo, and and I said, you know, I loved her dearly, but she died in 1978. And uh, so Jackie and I were married in 69, so I only had a mother-in-law for nine, nine years. And uh, and I said, so I haven't had a mother-in-law now for 40 years since 1978. That's, that's right. And I said, so I'm enjoying having a mother-in-law, so uh, <laughs> I want you to travel with us and go with us. Of course, yeah. your mom says she's gonna stay till she's 120. 120, so, that's right. So uh, we might as well take her with us a few places. But anyway, no, we had a great right. time Sunday. We appreciate Jerry Davis for doing that. And all the family that came in, that was really, really special. And and just really enjoyed uh, doing that for your mom and celebrating her 90th birthday.
0: Serving God, and she's just done nothing but ever... Ever served God. She's been the she's been one of those pillars of the church. That such never, a pretty
1: lady, you know. That's why I yeah. married you. You know, I, <laughs> they say a, a woman's going to look like her mother, so I took a good long look at Mary Ann's. Well, yeah, I'll marry Renee.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. But we anyway, we you know what Terry and I see in all of that, and what we're so grateful for is the heritage, as he was saying that that there is in in all of those years that my mother was a low maintenance church member. And she was always there, and I was talking to her again today, Terry, as we were driving, and she said, um, you know, we were there Sunday morning and Sunday night. We were there Wednesday night for church, then we were there Thursday night for choir practice, and I was there on Tuesday morning for the ladies' prayer meeting. She said, I had an active church life all my life. Praise God. And she said, that has an effect on your family. Well, sure it does. That's what she was saying on the phone today. And so it's just, it it would behoove us, I think, in a, in this generation to, be, to stay close to the things of God. Absolutely. And Jesus, you know, all through, he, he talked about it was his custom to go into the church. Paul said that we need to gather together even more so as we see That's the right. days of Jesus Christ approaching. So the local church the ministry, the body of Christ, the teaching of the word, the preparing the church to win the loss is really where life is. And oh, it'll yeah, dominate and life was last Friday, into we, your Our home. DNA
1: is the Holy Ghost environment. We have got to be winning souls winning got souls to do it. You and know, i've do said it for many Holy years Ghost now what Fire. the church needs is church and church and church and more church and more church. And, and pastors that are more afraid of god than they are the congregation that's
0: exactly right that's exactly right we want to encourage you in all of these things that we're saying here today and really help you know how valuable you are to the world. You know everything and every voice of the world and and the kingdom of darkness wants to dwarf you and make you feel like your life is is not important that you're just in a rat race and you're not producing anything for the kingdom of God and you're a failure and and you and you're on sometimes and off on others, and oh Lord, I failed here, and oh Lord, I failed there, and God, I didn't do this right, and i did it I did it wrong again, you know, just believe God. That you're going to begin to have a higher class realm of thinking all the time. I've been reading and meditating a lot, and I'll I'll just share this with you here, real quickly, on Ephesians chapter one, and that marvelous prayer. (laughs) in ephesians 1 verse 17 paul gives us this tremendous prayer uh down through the end of the chapter but the the gist of it and the power of it is that we would understand god would reveal to us and give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we could know what we have been called to, that we'd know the secrets of the kingdom of God, that we'd know the power that is both living in us and working for us. Yes. And that's that. That's really the power of that prayer. If you don't know who you are and the devil can intimidate you and life can destroy your self-image and you'll listen to every spirit of fear that tells you you can't do this and can't do that and you're not qualified for that, or God forbid you'd get over in a di- of the other ditch of pride and arrogance and think you're the only one that's important to the work of God. The Lord wants you to know who you are. And if you don't know who you are from the Word of God, believe me, there's always going to be somebody around you that'll tell you who you are. And depending on the quality of person who they are will be how they'll try to probably dominate you and tell you you're less than who they are And so if you don't know who you are, I'm telling you, you're in for a ride because somebody's going to try to... Uh, deceive you or, or dominate you or in some way distract you from the th- real things of the kingdom of God that are of value. And you are a king and a priest unto God. You are seated at the right hand of the throne of God in the realm of the spirit. Your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. You have been called as an able minister of the new covenant. And as Terry's preached for now 50 years, you are more, more than, than a conqueror. conqueror. So you don't need to be intimidated by anything or
1: anybody. You know all that you just said about know who you are and be who you are and all the, you know, if you don't know who you are and all that. Reminds me of an old preacher told me years and years ago, he said, Terry, he said, son, said, be who you is and not who you ain't because if you ain't who you is, then you is who you ain't. Yeah, be who you is and not who you ain't because if you ain't who you is, then you is who you ain't. It's kind of like always be what you've become. You've become a Christian. Now go ahead and be one.
0: Well, the main thing is, is that you get into the word of God, you find out who you are and you renew your mind to it. And you don't let another voice and another personality or even a situation that you've gone through. And maybe it didn't work out like you wanted to. Maybe it was a you know, a failed marriage or you got fired from your job or you had to claim bankruptcy or you're having trouble with your children in some way. You know, God's just got a way of just pulling you up out of the cesspools and the and the garbage of life. And, and like David said in Psalms, he said, you pulled my feet up out of the miry clay and set my feet on a rock high above all other areas of life. So I want to encourage all of you today, trust in the Lord. Get into the Word of God. Read Ephesians 1 there, that prayer in verse 17 as it starts there. that I, Paul said, I cease not to pray for you and to give thanks for you. And in other words, Paul just said, I'm praying for you all the time that you'll get it, <laughs> that you'll know who you are, that you'll understand your calling and the gifts that God has put in you. Amen. Amen. Well, like
1: we better wrap this yeah, up. Yeah,
0: we better wrap this up. Well, we have sure enjoyed talking to you today. And you're uh, going to be preaching in Austin this weekend.
1: Yeah, this coming Sunday, I'll be preaching for our dear friends uh, Steve and Kimberly Beerman. In, uh, in the Austin uh, area? In the Austin uh, area. I think Park? they're in Cedar Park. Cedar Park. I'd yeah. have to double check that. But you can look on their Facebook page. Look on our Facebook page. Our and, Facebook page. Yeah, you think our website and get the schedule. But uh, this coming Sunday, uh, we'll be ministering there for, for, uh, for the Beermans. A long-time friends. And yes. that whole Beerman family, you know, is just such a they gospel are wonderful family. Folks, my Olding goodness. Brother Bill Beerman and his yeah. lovely wife, Ginger, pastored there in, in Colorado for all those years and years and years. That's and, right. That's and right. Uh, now the, their son Scott's taken the church. And Brother Beerman's still going to Tibet and Nepal. Nepal? Preaching the gospel. My goodness
0: And then, gracious. of course, Mark
1: Hankins married into the Beerman family. married right. Trina, Trina, And then Patsy Caminetti, Caminetti. Who, who's a Beerman. Yeah. Yeah, I used to hang out at my and Jackie's house when she was just a kid going to Rama, you know, and just uh, uh, that, that whole clan. Again,
0: that's heritage uh, and longevity law, and heritage, building on a foundation of what God's doing today.
1: And then my little sister, Debbie, her son, Evan, my nephew, married Patsy and Tony Caminetti's uh, <laughs> son,
0: daughter, Liliana. Yeah, Liliana so we're right.
1: kind of all our, I'm, I'm my own grandpa.
0: No, that's right. There you are. Here we are. We're ministry heritage. Here we are. It's always, you know, God's always got a plan, and He's always building something. We don't always see it, but it's coming to pass. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you all. Remember, you can find us at TerryMizeMinistries.org, and then also TerryMize.com. And we love you. God bless you. We're praying for you. The blessing of the Lord will overtake you, and you are more than conquerors.